Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show, and I am your host, Joey Harris. The podcast for the wrestling fans on the go, folks, thank you for joining me this week. Today, we look at Clash of the Champions 5, St. Valentine's Day Massacre from WCW. Clash of the Champions 5, St. Valentine's Massacre, took place on February the 15th, 1989, from the Cleveland Convention Center in Cleveland, Ohio. Over 5,000 people were in attendance, and the show drew a 4.6 rating on TBS. Look who has joined the NWA. Ricky Steamboat is back, and he says that the Dragon's going to be breathing fire in Cleveland. There are some weird kissing sounds made over the voiceover at one point. We go to our Clash opening credits. Magnum TA and Jim Ross welcome us to the Clash and go over some of what we're going to see tonight. The Russian Assassins 1 and 2. One of these is Jack Victory. It'll come up later. Trust me. They are with Paul Jones versus the Midnight Express, Bobby Eaton, and Stan Lane. With Jim Cornette. Assassin 1 and Lane start out. Assassin 1 pushes Lane down. Lane comes back. Eaton tagged in. Assassin 2 tagged in. The Midnight Express are doing some quick tags. We then have an inset of Paul E. Dangerously. He says that the original Midnight Express is going to take Jim Cornette out of wrestling. Paul E. then joins commentary, but you don't hear anything at first. Cornette and Jones are going after each other. Jones has never really been my favorite manager. And he just kind of disappears after this. But he had been around JCP for a long time in his never-ending feud with Jimmy Valiant. But he is reaching the end of his active career here, at least in the NWA proper that was formerly Jim Crockett Promotions, so JCP slash WCW. The team start to battle outside. Finally, we hear Paul come on. He talks about his strategy for the upcoming pay-per-view that they have in just a few days. Cornette attacks one of the assassins outside with the racket. The assassins switch places and gain the advantage over Lane. Paul says Cornette has made tactical errors. The assassins are just dominating. Lots of quick tags. Lane dodges the Russian missile. Eden tagged in. Lane hits a karate kick. The rocket launcher on Assassin 2 for the pin. We then have an ad for the upcoming Chi-Town Rumble coming up in just a few days. Bob Caudle interviews Ricky Steamboat, who has the little dragon with him. Man, I tell you, little Ricky was getting around more. And some wrestlers today wish they could get around. I mean, he already made an appearance at the previous year's WrestleMania. And now he's on the Clash of the Champions special. 
I know a lot of wrestlers who would kill for that spot in the late 80s. He's back in the NWA and going after the title because he's a father trying to secure his son's future. Ricky Steamboat, family man. They show a video of Steamboat and Flair confrontation after a Steamboat exhibition display on World Championship Wrestling. We then go to Bush Reed versus Steve Casey. Steve Casey here is being billed as being undefeated since coming to the NWA. They have a bit of slow feeling out process to start. Casey hits a drop kick and an arm drag. As they're going at it, a camera focuses on a couple just making out in the stands. Hey honey, you want to go to the wrestling matches and make out? Sure. It'll be on national television. You had me at make out. It's just surreal. Reed comes out with some offense, but then they go back and forth. They're using a lot of rest holes as Reed retakes the advantage. Casey uses a lot of reversals. Casey complains that Reed has been cheating as Reed rolls outside for a bit. Test of strength. Casey thrown out. Back in, Reed is just hammering Casey. Reed wearing Casey down. Reed subtle in his cheating. Casey's thrown outside again. Reed with a rear chin lock. He is choking and using the ropes for leverage. Casey with a comeback, and he hits a monkey flip. Two drop kicks by Casey, but Reed catches him and military presses him and slams Casey. Reed hits the top rope shoulder block for the pin. Ric Flair comes out with his new manager, Hiro Matsuda, and an entourage of women, so they send Bob Cottle out to interview him. Flair says this is the difference between him and Steamboat. This is making Flair almost a face with the crowd because they are into women. He tells Caudle to take his pick of one of the women. Now that's funny. Can you see Bob Caudle with one of those women like, hey, you want to come back to my room? He calls out Steamboat. He calls Steamboat Mom's Apple Pie and says he must be bored with the same woman every night. He must know Bonnie Steamboat. He says Steamboat should do himself a favor and just walk away from the upcoming match. Steamboat is trying to come off like a babyface, but times have changed. Flair says he's leaving to party. Steamboat should go home and help the missus with the dishes. Steamboat slaps him and pulls his clothes off. He gives him some heavy chops too. Flair chops back, half-dressed. They work this spot better than some of the matches coming up. Steamboat hits a crossbody and goes for a pin, but this isn't a match at all. Matsuda comes in and attacks Steamboat. He and Flair attack Steamboat, who then fights back. They brawl outside the ring. Steamboat throws Flair's clothes into the crowd. Now, the man who should have been paid double duty for this is coming up. It's Jack Victory, because he's back under a mask as the blackmailer. It won't be the first time on a clash in 1989. He's already done that as one of the Russian assassins. It definitely won't be the last time at a clash in 1989. Jack Victory, more than just Secret Service. He is with Hiro Matsuda versus Lex Luger. Luger has power moves to start. The blackmailer tries some things. Luger blocks. Luger with a side headlock. Luger stays with the side headlock on the blackmailer for quite some time. He keeps going back to it. Luger goes for a clothesline but goes outside when the blackmailer ducks. Blackmailer attacks as Luger tries to get back in. Luger gets a shoulder in and hits a sunset flip for a two count. The blackmailer takes advantage of a Luger mistake. Blackmailer trying to hurt Luger for Matsuda per the announcers. 
Luger hits a suplex. Jim Ross brings up Luger's football career if you're drinking at home. Luger then hits a superplex for the win. Bob Carl interviews Rick Steiner, the usual Steiner stick. He says that he's going to take care of Rip Morgan tonight. NWA United States Tag Team Championship match. The Varsity Club. Steve Williams and Mike Rotunda with Kevin Sullivan. Versus the Fantastics. Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers. Rogers and Rotunda to start. A slow feeling out process. Syracuse sucks chant breaks out. Rogers gets a clothesline for a two count. Williams is then tagged in. Fulton is also tagged in. Double drop kick on Williams. An inset promo by Rick Steiner. He wants Rotunda in Chicago. Fulton gets a sunset flip. Rogers and Williams in. Quick tags. Rotunda and Fulton back in. Fulton with a knee lift. Fulton then takes a lot of punishment. Quick tags by the heels. Rotunda with a leg drop. Williams tagged in. He military presses Fulton. Fulton blocks an Oklahoma stampede. Rogers tagged in. Dodges some offense. All four men in now. Rotunda hits a cheap shot on Rogers and Williams gets the pin. Bob Bradley versus Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat comes out with piece of work Bonnie Steamboat and little Ricky because, hey, why not? They push each other to start, they being Bradley and Steamboat, of course. Steamboat with an atomic drop. Bradley with two scoop slams. A We Want Flare chant goes out. Steamboat with some trademark deep arm drags. Steamboat avoids a Bradley corner charge. Steamboat with an arm bar. Bradley hits a chop. Bradley misses a top rope dive. Steamboat hits a top rope chop. And then a cross body for the pin. Rob Bradley didn't have much of a chance here. Of course, if it was Boo Bradley, he wouldn't have had much of a chance here. If it was Boo Radley, he wouldn't have had much of a chance here. Steamboat was going to win no matter what. Rick Steiner versus Rick Morgan. Steiner is the television champion, but this is a non-title match. Instead of Mike Rotunda, he guesses Steiner doesn't leave Chicago as the champion. Steiner bites Morgan. Morgan hits some knees on Steiner. Steiner hits a big power slam. Morgan hits a back elbow. Morgan misses a headbutt. Steiner hits a belly-to-belly suplex for the win. Bob Caudill interviews Michael Hayes, Sting, and the Junkyard Dog. They are excited for the six-man tag match coming up. They then go to their dressing room to talk strategy, and Kevin Sullivan comes and locks them in. It's hokey even by wrestling standards. NWA World Six-Man Tag Team Championship match. The Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal, and Janichiro Tenaru with Paul Ellering versus the Varsity Club, Steve Williams, Mike Rotunda, and Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, because that's how life really works. You lock the real opponents in a dressing room, and you can just take their place. The faces are still locked in the dressing room. Some trash is thrown into the ring from the crowd, and I can sympathize. Animal hitting clotheslines on everyone. Tenru with a badass kick on Williams. The faces are finally unlocked. Rotunda working on Animal. Sullivan throws Animal over the top rope behind the referee's back. Triple teaming on Animal. The faces hit the ring. Nine men fight at once. The referee calls for the bell. They are fighting everywhere. Jim Ross and Magnum TA hype the pay-per-view before signing off from Cleveland. Hey folks, if you like the show, 
please leave a review wherever you find your podcast. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Joey Harris. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.